the bottom line in business. Voice America Business. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, and my guest this hour is Gary Cook, who is the North American Director of Pastor Genève, which is a uh, Belgian-based company, uh, although it's a global company, specializing in uh, colored diamonds. Welcome to the show, Gary. Well, hello, Jordan. How are you today? Nice to be with you. Uh, this is a whole area that probably people are not all that familiar with, and it's going to be quite interesting to explore the whole area uh, of colored diamond investing. Let's just start with some of the basics here. Uh, how are colored diamonds uh, different as an investment vehicle than regular, uh, I guess you call them white diamonds? Um, white or a bit of a misnomer. Clear diamonds are um, they're more of a controlled environment. Uh, everyone has certainly heard of De Beers and the control that they've uh, they've had over the market for the last hundred years. Um, they're a more common commodity in the market. The figure primarily that's being associated is one in ten thousand diamonds. When I say diamonds, I mean finished diamonds. One in 10,000 does, in fact, have color to it, as opposed to the norm that you would see in a jewelry store. Um, very, very seldom are you going to see color diamonds in the jewelry store. So, so tell me a little bit about the evolution of the color diamond uh, business as an investment. Has this been going on for a long time, or is it relatively recent uh, investment? Just kind of tell me the recent Actually, it's centuries old. Uh, the, uh, the caveat there is um, centuries ago, it was only kings, uh, noblemen, um, very, very high-end merchants uh, were able to afford them. They were quite a luxury. As we've gone on through the years, more and more the uh, availability certainly of funds to participate, the the knowledge of their existence um, has come into play, and this has accelerated considerably over the last decade on a, oh gosh, it, it's the last year or two we've seen more activity than we've seen in the previous 50 years. I guess you can equate it to the technology revolution. The technology has allowed the dissemination of information to people. Uh, when we started and, and started talking to personal investors other than dealers and high-end collectors, there was no knowledge. There was one or two Internet sites that addressed the colored diamonds. Today, if an individual goes on a search engine, they're going to see, I don't know the count, but I know it's 50 or more, um, each of which has inventory, each of which uh, will educate to some degree. So the, the dissemination, dissemination of information and, and certainly the availability of discretionary monies is, is has brought them into the forefront in the last few years. And why has it grown so dramatically in the last year or so? Why has the interest in colored diamonds grown so much? Uh, the interest is generated through a number of factors. Uh, certainly your, your Hollywood personalities, uh, Oprah Winfrey, Barbara Streisand, uh, uh, the Kobe Bryant purchase uh, that was done to his wife was a, uh, a large purple diamond. Your, your Oscar... Um, Related jewelry are usually colored diamonds over the last few years. Um, the auction houses certainly publish the record prices that are being attained at each and every auction. In fact, over the last 35 recorded years, we have not seen a downturn. It's been every year has been more and more appreciation. And uh, it's snowballing at this stage of the game, Jordan. Uh, we don't know. We see indications that oh gosh a client will go into an auction and put a reserve price of $50,000 on a stone for instance and walk out with a huge smile on his face because he's attained two and $250,000 on many occasions for that particular stone so he's, he's achieving multiples of what he's expected and that's just because of the amount of rarity or because there's more demand because people are more aware of this whole market now a combination of both. It's a mm -hmm. double-edged sword. The awareness of the product, the awareness of the activity in the marketplace, the safety of the 
the collecting um, has created a, a demand. Uh, there's not been a new mine opened in the last 25 years. In fact, some of your major mines are becoming played out. They closed two of the Kimberley mines. The Argyle mine in Australia is, uh, had been an alluvial mine whereby there were surface mining. They've had to go underground and feel they will close over the next two or three years. That's been a major, major contributor to pink diamonds and uh, looks like they'll be closing their doors. So there mm -hmm. has not been a new discovery in 25 years. So the demand factor is, oh, it's a multiple of what it was two years ago. And their, you know, Mother Nature only made so many, Jordan. Just roughly, what kind of rates of return overall? I know there are some areas that are even higher, but what is the kind of overall rate of return people have been achieving in colored diamonds lately? Difficult question, but a, a mean average with uh, well-cut, well-polished, uh, moderately rare stones in the 15 to 20% range, uh, that seems to be accelerating as we get into more esoteric stones. Um, you can darn near name your price, as I related earlier. The, some of the auction results are yielding multiples of what the reserves are. So with these more esoteric stones, we can kind of equate them to Picasso's and Rembrandt's, whereby the, the prices achieved are astronomical. Hmm. So your, your rate of return can be from A to Z here, but as a mean average, one could expect with moderate investment a good solid 15 to 20, and as we go along and the demand factors are increasing, the supply factors are decreasing, we, we can see much, much greater returns. Let's talk a little bit about your firm. Uh, again, this is Jordan Goodman of the Money Answer Show, and my uh, guest this hour is Gary Cook, who's the North American Director at Pastor Genève. Uh, just tell us a little bit about Pastor Genève and how long it's been in the colored diamond business and, and how, how they are different from others in that business. Well, we've been in the business since the early 90s, but um, with the general public, we started about eight years ago with the general public. Prior to that, uh, we dealt with other dealers and high-end collectors who were cognizant of the market. With the advent of the uh, discretionary monies available via the dot-com market, uh, certainly the Internet, the dissemination of information, the ability to educate, we ventured into speaking with individuals, businessmen, investors that were looking for alternative hard asset investments, that were looking for portability, privacy, um, something they could hold in their hand as a storage of wealth, um, so we, we got into this about eight years ago, and we really didn't realize the degree to which the, we would have to educate the general public. And um, it's been a task. It's becoming easier. People are more understanding. There are certainly others out there that are helping with the education process. Um, Mr. Hofer, Stephen Hofer, that we deal with, finished his uh, compendium on color diamond collecting and classifying in 1998, and uh, that's been a boon to us, being able to educate clients. We send the book, uh, force them to read it a little bit, and that's been very helpful. How are we different from others? Um, I'm not privy to what others are doing. I can see some of the internet offerings. Um, well, I'd advise clients to, if they're going to endeavor into this market, is go with a firm that will educate them. Go with a firm that does nothing else but specialize in colored diamonds. I, I, with the advent of the activity in the market, I'm seeing others, and not to degrade them, certainly, but uh, you know they're more involved with uh, coin collecting and uh, precious coins and all of a sudden now they're precious coins and colored diamonds and uh, I see precious metals and colored diamonds so they're seeing the activity in the market I, maybe it's a greener field scenario with them but I would advise people to stay with a firm and we're not the only firm out there there's a lot of good firms that specialize exclusively in colored diamonds uh, we give the analogy if you've got a toothache you certainly don't call a plumber Indeed. All right, well, let's get into the details of this a little bit. Uh, where do some of the colored diamonds come from, um, and what is the supply situation? Maybe let's go through some of the different kinds of colored diamonds and where they're coming from these days. Pinks, primarily Australia. Um, 
They're a particular uh, flavor of, of pink, uh, mostly purplish pinks. They have a purplish, smoky flavor. That's the Argyle mine that uh, earlier I addressed. It's a, a they started in 1985. They came online, and the mine was discovered, and that was a boon to the color diamond market. Um, pinks then became available, and what one might think is it would, because of the availability of additional pinks, it, it would stop the market or perhaps slow down the appreciation and price. It did just the opposite. Uh, pinks that had come from Brazil, from alluvial mining situations were unattainable, uh, very highly priced, uh, just weren't available to people. Once they once they were bought, they were put away and, and never to be seen again. So the availability created a furor in the market at the dealer-collector level, and everybody, you know, such demand was created because of the availability that they continued on appreciating in price. Uh, the Argyle is an unusual situation whereby... They hold an auction that they term a tender, and 150 of the prominent dealers in the world are invited to the tender. They Last year, I believe, they had 43 stones available out of the 30 million carats that were mined at the Argyle. Okay. Gary, we have to do a break. We'll be right back. Yes, after certainly, this. Jordan. Sure. We'll be right back after this. Internet's only all business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. The economy and financial markets continue to expand in both their size and complexity. But being able to anticipate changes in the markets for housing, jobs, and financial assets remains a crucial ingredient to our financial well-being. On the economy and the markets, with economist, investment strategist, portfolio manager, and host, Doug Cliggett, utilizes his 25 years of experience with that of his highly informed guests to provide clear, reasoned explanations of current events. To navigate the markets that influence our lives every day of the week, tune into The Economy and the Market with Doug Cliggett, broadcasting each Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. The economy and the markets. Clear thoughts in a complex world. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Gary Cook, uh, who is the North American Director of Pastor Genev, and we're talking about the whole unusual, interesting world of colored diamonds. Welcome back to the show, Gary. Thank you, Jordan. Now, we were talking about the Argyle Mine, which is really one of the major sources of colored diamonds. Uh, just tell us a little bit more about what goes on there and, and uh, you know, what the outlook is for colored diamonds from Argyle. Well, the, Ar- the Argyle, what we're hearing from the people at the mine sites, the dealers, um, the cutters, certainly in Australia, is that mine is becoming played out. They've been an alluvial mine. They've, they've had to go underground. The supply that's coming out of the Argyle has dissipated so dramatically the cost to go underground are a multiple of, of what they are in alluvial mining. It's uh, equated to either scraping it from the surface or, or digging a hole. Um, 
which are, again, multiples of the cost, and they're getting a much, much less yield, 30% last year less than they had the year before. So the writing's on the wall for the Argyle mine. Um, it's unusual the way they market the pink diamonds. They hold what's called a tender, which in effect is a private auction, whereby 150 of the prominent world dealers are invited to bid on the available stones. The available stones of 30 million carats that are mined annually, last year there was 43 stones offered. The year before, comparable amount, 55, 56 stones. These are the best of the best, and it's a sealed bid. They take the stones to seven cities, including New York, London, Geneva, Hong Kong, etc., Dealers in the various areas of the world are able to view the stone. They have a two-hour window. They put in a sealed bid on the stone, and a lot of people come away disappointed, naturally. Um, no one knows the price, but um, the price is quite high, and it's higher every year. After the auction, they know people know what the price. They just don't know it going in, um, right? Only the people that bought it. Is that right? People yes, even don't know the yes, winning sir. bids. The other people uh, that did not buy the stone... The price is not available to them. So how does the market know what, what prices are at these days? Um, prices are, are... There's a dealer network, and it's a very close circle of friends, so we know what's available. And what's transpiring is that from the mines, the cutters, the dealers, the distributors, the wholesalers, everyone knows prices are going up. Availability is less and less on a daily basis. So consequently... If a dealer has 10 stones, um, if he can afford it, he's, he's not going to sell 10. He's going to sell 8 because in holding those two, he knows he's going to get a higher price at a later date. So it becomes a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy to a certain extent. So how can the average person who's not part of this inner club kind of get in on the game here and, and uh, you know get prices, get uh, stones that are going to be appreciating in value? Uh, by dealing with a, a color diamond dealer, an exclusive color diamond dealer that deals in nothing else, because the newer people in the market uh, simply have the inability to to start relationships that are decades old. Um, we're buying from the the offspring of my father was buying from the grandfather of people that I'm buying today, so. You know, it takes decades, years and years, decades sometimes to build up these relationships, um, which are very fragile uh, at, the, at the best of times because we are dealing with a monetary vehicle here. But a newcomer in the marketplace is simply going to be way down the ladder in the pecking order. So you'll have to deal with someone that's close to the source, close to the mine sites, close to the cutters, close to an ability to identify valuable stones and that's the only way. So that's really. basically part of what you're offering at Pastor Geneva is kind of an access to that whole network which the average person It's an access to the network and how we're a little bit different than some of the others is we're only dealing in natural diamonds. Natural diamonds are the only diamonds that are appreciating uh, I hear from various people not involved in the market, well, I'm hearing about synthetic diamonds. Well, you can replicate synthetic diamonds, you can replicate Rolex watches, you can replicate Louis Vuitton purses. The real, the natural stones are the only stones that are, <coughs> excuse me, selling at auction and appreciating quite nicely. To how we were... <coughs> Kind of a step above the norm is the laboratories, <coughs> excuse me, the laboratories, the GIA and the HRD in Antwerp will identify and ascertain that a stone is natural. That's the most important first step. What we do after that is we send the stones to a fellow named <coughs> Stephen Hofer. Mr. Hofer has been in this business 22 years as a color scientist, and he will do a definitive report on a stone whereby a color diamond 
will have a one-page laboratory certificate ascertaining that it is a natural stone, giving a broad definition such as a fancy intense yellow. Mr. Hofer will take that individual stone, take it to the lab, end up doing, oh, perhaps a 15 to 20 page report on that individual stone identifying all the particular nuances that make that stone more valuable than your run-of-the-mill stone, although the two of them may have a broad definition of fancy intense yellow, Stephen will identify why this particular stone has a particular hue, saturation, quality of cut, presentation of light, the mosaic of color that one will see in the face-up presentation of the stone that will make that the desirable stone, make that the stone that appreciates, make that the stone with the liquidity factor. So all of this is a certificate of authenticity that they basically get whenever they're buying a stone. The authenticity will come from the lab that it is a natural stone. The, Mm -hmm. The pedigree, the nuances of that particular stone that makes it a cut above will come through the efforts of Mr. Stephen Hofer and, and can be a 20, 30-page report. I've seen 100-page reports on particular high-end stones. Can you give us a, a rough price range of, say somebody wants to get into this colored stone, colored diamond business as an investor, what are some of the rough pr- price ranges people should expect uh, to get started investing here? From A to Z, but I would inv- I would advise the general public, a fellow that's not familiar with the market, to start with a nominal amount, um, come in with a a nice stone that's going to appreciate for them at the lower ranges. I'd mentioned fifteen to twenty percent. Start in the five to ten thousand dollar range. Get a feel for it. Get comfortable with the firm you're dealing with. Get comfortable with the individual you're dealing with. Do as much homework as you can without giving up your day job. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're investing hard-earned money here, and we realize that. So from our standpoint, and others certainly, we're, we're not the only game in town, well, we'll provide the material. You have to invest some time as an investor. Know what you're doing. Again, you don't have to give up your day job, but understand why we recommend a particular stone. More importantly, for an individual investor, before he ventures into that, you have to do a little soul-searching because this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's a mid-to-long-term investment. It's not... Um, it's not a, for high rollers. You're not going to double your money in 60 days. It's a very, very stable, ongoing investment. Um, so it is, again, a mid to long term, a comparable to a real estate investment. Um, it's not a, this is not day trading. So once a client identifies what his goals are, and we ascertain that this particular investment can meet and achieve those goals, that's the first and most important step. So start with a nominal amount. Um, others that are a little more cognizant will come in, oh, with multiples of that in the fifty dollars to $100,000 range, but it's not necessary as an initial, initial investment until a comfort level is reached. Uh, you should tell people how they can contact you in case they want to uh, follow up on this, both a, a phone number and a website for you. A website would be pastorgenev.com. The spelling is P-A-S-T-O-R-G-E-N-E-V-E.com. Um, that can be filled out and sent us as an email, and we'll certainly answer it with uh, phone calls, with material, uh, with emails accordingly. Um can be phoned in Geneva. The area code there is 412-810-3338. Or there's a Toronto number, um, an 866 number. And I never phone it myself, so if you'd bear with me, I'll get... Or do you have an American number as well? Do you have an American number that they can call as well? Yes, you, you could dial toll-free at one eight six six. Seven seven four seven seven two three. That's toll free in North America. Okay. Uh, Jordan, is your is your audience primarily North American? Uh, yes, it, uh, okay. this reaches all over the world, but mostly North American. Yes. Yeah, we uh, 
we'd started some marketing in North America, and that's just been in the last few years, and it's been uh, crazy. It's been very, very receptive. A little different flavor than the Europeans, but very, very keen and very inquisitive and uh, willing to do a little bit of homework. And uh, once I understand the market, oh, boy, we've got some very, very keen collectors who've come on board over the last few years. Very good. Okay, we're about to go to break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of the Money Answer Show, and my guest this hour is Gary Cook, uh, who's the North American director at Pastor Geneve, and we've been talking about uh, colored diamonds. Uh, when we get back from the break, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the four C's of uh, colored diamonds and how you can pick uh, the best diamond for your situation and something that's really going to appreciate a lot. Uh, might, a lot Thank of people you, might not have heard about these. Uh, they've been growing at 25% or more. So we'll be back after this. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Is your job heavenly or closer to hell on earth? Maybe it's time you stop waiting on employers to make you satisfied and learn how to recognize your own career contentment. Jeff Garden and his expert guests show you how every Thursday at 12 noon Pacific when you tune in to Career Contentment Radio on the Voice America Business Radio Network. Contentment is yours to control and easier to achieve than happiness or satisfaction. Succeeding in your business isn't just about making a living. It's a way of life. Hosts Cliff Inenko and Susan Wilson-Salovic discuss the practical as well as the not-so-practical aspects of owning your own business. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Succeeding in Your Business right here on the Voice America Business Channel. Internet's only all business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You've been listening to the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman. My guest this hour is Gary Cook, who's the North American Director at Pastor Geneve, and we're talking about the colored diamond market. Welcome back to the show, Gary. Thank you, Jordan. Let's talk about the four C's, uh, which are clarity, cut, carrot weight, and, and uh, color. Color, and uh, kind of talk about what you want to look for in each of these in uh, picking a diamond, you, a colored diamond you may want to be uh, investing in. Let's start with uh, color. Uh, and, and how you can take a look for the right kind of color there. Um, boy, that's a broad question. Um, the four C's, when you're, most people are familiar with the four C's, and they equate pretty well equally when you're choosing a, a white, or uh, white is a bit of a misnomer because there is such thing as a white or a milky diamond, a clear diamond. They weigh equally in the clear diamond selection. In color diamonds, uh, Kind of like real estate is location, location, location. With color diamonds, it's color, color, and more color. Certainly carat weight, cut, and clarity bear on the value and the presentation of the gem, but color is the important factor, I would say 80% of the importance. Um, cut, um, the color that's going to be presented to you is going to be indicative of the quality of the cut because with these stones, what a cutter has to do is take the body color of the stone, the inherent color, manipulate the light so that the path of travel in, in through the stone is lengthy, 
when you look at the stone in the face-up condition, as you would present it in a ring, for instance, the color that's perceived by the human eye is going to be indicative of the length of the travel of path of light. Let me give you an analogy. Mm-hmm. If you had a cylindrical tube that was three feet long full of water and you look down through that tube, you're going to see the bottom of it. If that tube was 20 feet long, you'll look down through that tube and you will see blue as you do with the ocean, with the lakes, the Caribbean waters. The water is not blue. It's slightly blue. The travel of the path of light is perceived as blue when you look at the water. The same thing with a stone. A bit of a silly analogy, but the longer the path of travel of light, picking up color as it goes along, is what's perceived by the human eye. So what, some cuts are better than others? Is that the idea? Or, or? Uh, yes, they are, and that'll be indicative of the color. For instance, in a, a yellow diamond, uh, being quite pale, they use a radiant cut, which allows... Uh, tremendous amount of brilliance and a long path of travel and the stone is perceived as a brilliant yellow or or canary is a more common color name that's uh, kind of recognizable to the general public mm-hmm. um, and, and the cut is certainly going to be uh, the, the cutters will look at a stone they'll map out the stone and the cut that they'll utilize is going to be to achieve the maximum carat weight because they are sold on a per carat basis. So they're going to cut ideally to get a presentation of color and secondarily and more important from a monetary standpoint to retain as much carat weight as they possibly can within those parameters. Uh, so that's uh, basically it, what we're talking about. It's a tricky business. Uh, color and cut. The next yeah. thing we should talk about is carat weight. What, what are the typical kind of minimum weights and, and where do these colored diamonds get up to in, in carat weight? Mm. Weights are going to be, uh, again, that's uh, depending on the color of the stone. You can get larger yellow stones than you can pink. Uh, the Argyle Tender, where, whereby there's under 50 stones available, of those stones, there will be one or two one-carat stones, maybe one, two-carat stones. All of the other are under a carat. Um, that type of stone just does not appear in larger sizes from the Argyle Mine. Yellows, you can get stones, oh gosh, up in the 8, 10, 15, 20 carat range. Argyle pinks, there is no such animal. Mm-hmm. Um, blues, very, very few blues in the larger sizes. Greens, again, the largest in the world is that 40 carat uh, hope. Certainly everyone's heard of the hope. Uh, that's an astronomical size for a blue stone. The Dresden green is in the 40 carat range, astronomical for that color. But for most people investing, what kind of uh, carat weight would they be expecting to invest in? Say we talked about, you know, five to ten thousand, or as much as fifty thousand. What kind of weights are we talking about there? Uh, in in the one carat range, um, we would advise as a start in the market, um, intense yellow stones in the one carat range as a starter. Uh, cognac diamonds certainly in the one carat range. Pinks in the half carat range. There's an unusual stone called the chameleon, which actually changes color. When, if it's taken out of the safe, it, it appears as being yellow. After a few moments, the stone does, in fact, turn to an olive color. They're called the chameleon, naturally. In the one-carat range, all put you within that, that price point parameter. And then the fourth C is clarity. Uh, tell me about that a little bit. Clarity... Um, as long as the clarity does not detract from the presentation of color, it holds a small, small part of the value of the stone. Uh, if you're looking at a stone and the first thing that you see is a feather or, or what's perceived as a crack within the stone, if that is visible to the human eye, it naturally detracts from the stone and you're not going to buy that stone. That's the first thing you see. Uh, so basically, all the stones that you offer through Pastor Genev are high quality in all I the four C's? At least I clean. Yeah. On many, many occasions, the lab does not even reference clarity. They, they do color-only certificates. A colored diamond dealer, unlike a white diamond dealer, the first thing a white diamond or clear diamond dealer does is takes takes out the loop. Um, 
or the magnifier, the 10 times magnifier, and looks at the stone. A color diamond dealer does not take a loop out. He takes the stone, he puts it on the desk, he stands back and he looks at the stone, and he looks at the color. That's the first and only thing that's important to him. Unless there's a clarity issue that's going to detract from that color and take your mind and your eye away from the color as a negative, then clarity is really not a factor. The most expensive stone in the world was called the Hancock Red. It was a um, 0.95 carat red stone sold at over $900,000 a carat. A highly, highly included stone um, bought by the Sultan of Brunei. Um, we'll never see that stone again. But highly included at nine hundred and twenty some thousand dollars per carat, to give you a bit of an example. Okay, so we've talked about the four C's. One of the things I want to mention about colored diamonds is it's kind of a play, um, an asset play against the declining value of the U.S. dollar, which has been falling against gold and the euro and so on. Uh, tell me about colored diamonds as a, a way to play. Uh, you know, the protection against inflation and the declining value of the U.S. dollar against foreign currencies. Very, very good hedge against inflation. Uh, color diamonds, as all diamonds, who trade in U.S. dollars. If an individual buys a color diamond today in U.S. dollars, and that dollar, and certainly, certainly don't have a crystal ball here, Jordan, and that dollar does continue to, to decline, that stone is not going to be sold in U.S. dollars. That stone will be sold, if in U.S. dollars, at an equivalency to a basket of currencies. The yen, the pound, the Swiss franc. So, if we buy a color diamond today in U.S. dollars that's worth 10,000 pounds, which is around 210 to the U.S. dollar, the dollar declines. That is still worth 10,000 pounds. If the dollar has declined and the pound is now at 250, now you can convert that back to 25,000 US. So you have the stability of a basket of currencies whereby you're protecting your money today plus the inherent appreciation that's taking place. So basically you're saying it is a hedge against the decline of the dollar, as has been gold and other things as well. Okay, very good. We're going to go to a break. Uh, this again is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and my uh, guest this uh, hour is Gary Cook, who's the North American Director at the Pastor Genev. Uh, their phone number is 866-774-7723 or pastorgenev.com. We'll be back after this. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Link up with Chris Curtis on WebWise Business and discover the millionaire in you. If it's the web you want, it's the web we've got. And it's the Chic Geek bringing it to you live. Tune in to WebWise Business every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Radio Network. Get your click on. Get your click on. With the Chic Geek. The economy and financial markets continue to expand in both their size and complexity. But being able to anticipate changes in the markets for housing, jobs, and financial assets remains a crucial ingredient to our financial well-being. On The Economy and the Markets, with economist, investment strategist, portfolio manager, and host, Doug Cliggett, utilizes his 25 years of experience with that of his highly informed guests to provide clear, reasoned explanations of current events. To navigate the markets that influence our lives every day of the week, tune into The Economy and the Markets. 
Sports with Doug Cliggett, broadcasting each Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. The economy and the markets. Clear thoughts in a complex world. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about the show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time for The Growth Strategist with Aldana Ambler. On the show, Aldana and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldana will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit, and grow your business with Aldana Ambler and the Growth Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Bottom Line in Business Talk, Voice America Business. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Gary Cook, who's the North American Director at Pastor Genev, uh, which is a leading uh, d- dealer in uh, colored diamonds, a, a very popular investment these days. Welcome back to the show, Gary. Hey, Jordan. Okay, let's talk about the main reasons why investors would want to include uh, colored diamonds in their holdings. So first of all, uh, privacy. What, what is the advantage of, of privacy in these things? Well, we're not dealing with a registered commodity. Uh, thankfully, it, it's it's not deemed a monetary vehicle uh, for most of the governments of the world. Um, as a Swiss firm, uh, we certainly have our, our discretion Um there's no need to report these things. Uh, once you've bought a colored diamond, whether you opt to leave it in safe storage in the free zone in Switzerland or you do take delivery, there's no obligation to report them. So the dealers uh, don't tend to know where they go? No. No. So people can just show up with them to some extent. You don't have its history, really. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, we, we'll t- talk to new clients or or new clients to us and, and all of a sudden once we, we, we get into a relationship um, stones come out of the woodwork that uh, we had no no realization they had they've been collectors for years and once they, they feel comfortable uh, then they they open their hearts so to speak and uh, here's what I've got it's, um, it's like a treasure hunt <laughs> okay the next theory is portability or what is the advantage of that as an investment um well, hopefully this never never comes to this, but certainly during uh, in times of turmoil, whether it be the Second World War, whether it be Vietnam, uh, many, many families and individuals have been able to start their lives anew by tucking rubies, emeralds, sapphires, diamonds, uh, colored diamonds in their pocket, leaving their country whereby, you know, they've been war zones, times of turmoil, leaving their country landing again in a different domicile and utilizing that handful of gems to start their, their life anew. Mm-hmm. Refinance, uh, reestablish, uh, and start their lives and in a new country. That's whereby they would not be able to transfer money. They would not be able to... You know, I, I just had a client once to barter, uh, and he said... I have some silver I would like to barter into color diamonds. I, I bought the silver as a hedge, and... Uh, I live in ABC country, and uh, I'd like to barter. And uh, he said to me, I've got a ton of silver. I said, oh, well, how much do, do you have? And he said, I have a ton of silver, <laughs> which today equates to oh, around the half-million-dollar mark, uh, give or take. I don't know where silver is trading. Roughly a ton, yeah, okay. Um, and he said, well, what could you give me in diamonds? I said, well, hold out your hand. 
And I put a stone in his hand, and I said, there's your half a million right there. Uh-huh. And a huge smile on his face, and said, now we're talking. I said, oh, wait a minute, what am I going to do with a ton of silver? <laughs> so privacy, portability, very, very important for some individuals, uh, hopefully not us in North America in the foreseeable future or ever for that matter. But, How uh, about uh, estate planning? What role do colored diamonds uh, play in estate planning? Well, you, you can buy colored diamonds today, pass them on to your offspring. The privacy factor comes into it. Um, so they're not taxed as such, and they're not part no, of the estate? No, they're not part of the estate, uh, um, unless you want them to be. And I'm certainly not a tax consultant. I'm certainly not advising anyone to... Uh, evade taxation, but you, you've bought a personal holding uh, as you would a ring, as you would a, a painting, as you would a keepsake, and you're passing it on to your offspring, and they can sell them on in the future at the various auction houses, to other collectors, through the various dealers, and and the money has been passed on, essentially, or the hard asset. Uh, if you want to convert it to money, that would certainly be the choice of the recipient at that point in time. And then uh, kind of the, the stability of the prices and the long-term growth of these uh, colored diamonds, just talk about that as an investment uh, Well, that comes down to the supply-demand factor that we're experiencing. Um, in the last 35 years, we've monitored auction results, and they have not gone down in price. Granted, we, we have had some... Some doldrums take place back in the early 80s when our, you know, we went through an inflationary period. We had tremendous activity. And then we went through the doldrums in the 80s with the high interest rates, the, you know, the 24, 25% mortgages, the, you know, the, I, 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 I 19.5% Canada savings bonds, Jordan, if you can imagine. Yeah. 1981, I believe it was. So we had some doldrums there. We had moderate appreciation, naturally. And then uh, just moved on. Now it's moving like a, a freight train here. There's a yeah. lot of instability in the world. Okay, I, we have a small amount of time left, so I want to go very briefly through the typical transaction. Uh, if you want to buy a colored diamond, how it works, maybe just take us beginning to end. Uh, beginning it, to end. You would contact a dealer, hopefully ourselves. Um, we would send you pertinent materials, newsletters, brochures, articles, um, Books. We have chapters in a number of books. Uh, investment, like personal wealth management, was uh, published in the UK. Um, advise you to do some homework. Speak with you. Establish your goals. Uh, what you hope to achieve uh, with this investment. If the investment suits your parameters and the goals can be achieved, then we start to talk budgets. Uh, where you want to go within what time period your purpose to achieve retirement to utilize for your children's college fund to pass on to your offspring. Again, motivations are A to Z. Then the consultant would pick a stone or series of stones that would would meet those goals for you. A transaction would take place whereby an invoice would be sent, monies would be transferred, the stone would be delivered, either Brinks or registered insured. Uh, a lot of people opt to leave things in safe storage in Switzerland for, for reasons of their own. The client would take physical delivery or safe storage of the stone. On a monthly basis, newsletters are sent out, pertinent articles. You're kept up to date as, as per the parameters of the marketplace. Um, when an individual or his offspring wants to sell a stone, there are literally thousands of dealers in the marketplace, tens of thousands of collectors, auctions taking place four times a year in London, Hong Kong, Geneva, New York, St. Moritz. Um, so this is often the best way to sell it is through an auction? Um you're better to auction is a very very good way but auction prices uh are high but bear in mind they charge pretty high commissions too you get mm-hmm. tremendous activity there you you can achieve multiples of the reserve on occasion but they do charge commissions uh, more nominal commissions with private sales to to dealers and through dealers uh both are good ways 
as we're about to close here, just tell us briefly what the downside risk is in uh, investing. Downside risk, um, you can lose your money if you lose the stone. If your wife sees that stone, trust me, it's gone. You'll see it again, but it'll be on her finger. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're impatient in the market and you really don't you're, know your own goals, uh, if you think this is a get-rich quick scheme, which some do. They get in the market. They love the appreciation that's taking place. They all of a sudden are going, this is not for me. My, my, I see my, my friend is making a ton of money buying upper rubber boot mining stock, and um, they get impatient. Yeah, Very good. Well, this has been fascinating. Again, if you want to find out more about uh, College Stones and everything that Pastor Genev has to offer, you can call them at 866 774 7723 or their website is pastorgenev.com, P-A-S-T-O-R hyphen G-E-N-E-V-E.com. Appreciate you being on the show, Gary, and I hope the audience has enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you next Thanks, week. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Is your job heavenly or closer to hell on earth? Maybe it's time you stop waiting on employers to make you satisfied and learn how to recognize your own career contentment. Jeff Garden and his expert guests show you how every Thursday at 12 noon Pacific when you tune into Career Contentment Radio on the Voice America Business Radio Network. Contentment is yours to control and easier to achieve than happiness or satisfaction.